This podcast contains adult language. DigitalDarren.com. Today is January 16th, 2017. Happy MLK to everybody. Martin Luther King, the greatest ATL in ever. I got a couple of great ATLians with me. I got Major, Calhoun, and Double R. What's up, y'all? Yo, let's get this shit. What it is, Walsh? Chilling. Double R, what's up? Man, I'm just enjoying this holiday. Uh, as we celebrate the greatest ATLian, Let's start off with some good ATL news in general. The Falcons won, win the conference championship for the fourth time in franchise history. Let's talk about what happened this weekend. So I'm going to let us go on to get started. Calhoun, what you saw? I saw the great Matt Ryan. You and Matt Ryan does. I seen the Falcons beat the hell out of them niggas. Hey, you were born, you a native ATL and greater baby born and raised like the rest of us. But not only are you not a Falcons fan, you a fan of our mortal enemy, the New Orleans Saints. So... Provide that perspective. Coming as an ATL and who's a Saints fan, what did you think of the Falcons Saturday? I, I think they played great ball, man. You know, like I like I told you, can't take nothing away take nothing away from them. You know, as long as they playing good ball, they're unbeatable. Staying staying in front of the sticks on on, on third down, make it make it third down manageable okay. and, and executing. Quarterback playing good ball. Are you having an MVP type of year? All right, we're going to get to that. Double R, what you saw Saturday night? Man, I've seen a great game for the Falcons. They're letting, they letting everybody in the league know we're coming. Like, Falcons, ain't nobody been talking about the Falcons. So they letting you know, Matt Ryan letting you know that we have a high-power offense too. So can't forget about us. Yeah, I, I didn't see anything because we were tailgating. Shout out to Double R and RTR Entertainment. They were tailgating, and I was kind of running some of the things for the tailgate. But like all y'all, I think we all agree. The off, the Falcons go as far as the offense takes them, and you know the offense kind of got it by Matt Ryan. And so you know the obvious question: Did you leave that game thinking he should be the MVP? I'll start with you, Major. Did you leave Saturday thinking he should be the MVP? He 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 got great numbers for MVP. I told Calhoun, no hate, no shade thrown, but we all know the league that they play in. The league they play in is based off politics. He, 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 him, him, and a couple others deserve it, but at the same time, we know who all who they want to see the golden boy. So let me ask you this: If you had a vote, would you vote for Matt Ryan? That's probably the better question. After Saturday, if you had a vote, would you vote for Matt Ryan? Yes, I would. Okay, double R. Man, I see Matt Ryan making a strong case that don't forget about being this MVP talk and for. I know they say the booting went uh, in at the uh, regular season, but if Matt Ryan beat the bed, Russell Wilson, then Mr. Rogers, well, he should get MVP. Hands down. So if you had a vote, you would throw your vote for Matt Ryan for MVP? Double off. I'm Matt Ryan, but right now you know everybody Mr. Rogers. No, no, I'm just saying if you had a vote, would Matt Ryan be your vote after Saturday? 
Oh yeah, Matt Ryan would be my vote for Pro Saturday. At the end of the, when he beat the Saints, he got my vote. Yeah, so this digital Darren, I will say Calhoun for last. I agree with all y'all. I think Matt Ryan should be the MVP for the simple fact. If he's on, they're unstoppable. I don't think any quarterback besides Aaron Rodgers can be on the same way and their team be as dangerous as the Falcons are. So I think that when he's on, the Falcons are one of probably the 15 best offenses in in NFL history. So for that being said, if I were voting, Matt Ryan would get my vote too. Calhoun, going to bring us home with the Matt Ryan. Will he get get your vote after Saturday? I'm glad you saved me for last, this Darren, and I know everybody know why. Because I've been riding the Matt Ryan train for a long time, when it was hard, dark days, when it was no good, when every nigga riding here was hating on Matt Ryan, and more so because he lost Mike Vick, but more so because he was a crap. Does Matt Ryan deserve the MVP? You're damn right he did, and I'll tell you what I knew he deserved it. It was when we kicked Aaron Rodgers' ass the first time, when he got down, when he came down into the dome. He had already went on the West Coast and represented. And so we got cheated in Seattle the first time. We were told for that. And we're going to go ahead and slam the door on Aaron Rodgers there. Matt Ryan is 2016-2017 NFL MVP. All right, so we talked about – let's talk about the game in general. What did you – you guys saw the game. You saw all four games. So let's just real quickly, let's hit on the other games, then hit clean up with the Falcons, and then talk a little more about where we go from here. So let's start off with the Patriots-Texans games. That's the easiest to talk about. Major, you were telling me earlier that if Houston had any kind of offense, they could win that game. Yeah, they could have. You got to think about it. They went in, went to halftime, what, 13, 14? Something like that, 13, 17? They ended up losing, what, 30-something 30, 30 to 13 in the second half? So you got to think about it, man. How many possessions did they have in the first half? What well, they could have got gotten touchdown. They they what well, they kicked two field goals. Yeah, that's supposed to be touchdown. You got to think about it. Those are big times in the game. Where if you kick a field goal and other teams scoring points, you have no chance of winning. Calhoun, Major, exactly right. Uh, if you didn't have Brock Osweiler, I think they would have gave more of a struggle to have Brian Hoyer. Instead of Brock Osweiler, their defense was very strong. You see why they were number one. Jackson is a problem if they get the right court. But the, you can't keep, you can't hold. It's just like what the Giants did. If it's a good offense, what you can't do, they're not going to hold for long. You got to be opportunistic and you got to go for it. You got to score while you got them down. And are they going to come right back around? And that's exactly what the Texans did. I mean, what, what, what they did, the Patriots. That game kind of played out, double arm get to you, that game kind of played out like the college football national championship. So Clemson was giving the game to Alabama. And, of course, they ended differently. But Alabama couldn't ever capitalize on so many opportunities Clemson was giving them. And I saw the same thing with Houston. New England was giving them opportunity after opportunity after opportunity. And if Brock Osweiler isn't your quarterback, you got to come away with – they had to come away with at least 20-some points at halftime. As sloppy as New England is, you got to jump out on them when they're playing that bad. You got to have a double-digit lead on them when they're playing that bad. And you have to put the pressure on them. them I'll tell, tell you this, though. If I was a Texas, I'd put all my trips on Tony Romo this year. Because you're going to get J.J. Watt coming back. You have enough to get the job done. You got the receivers and running back. You got the defense. I go ahead and cash all my chips in and try to go get them. 
Double R, what you think about that? I agree, but I don't think they're able to get Tony Romo because they just gave uh, Brock all that money. And Tony Romo, I don't think he's going to play for no peanuts, even though he's going up the road a little bit to Houston. So let me ask y'all a question. I, I, I think Romo's a great choice. I think at this point it's about Super Bowls for him. And we're going to talk about Dallas and where they go with him on the Dallas end of things. If you're Houston – do you do you do can you pay Brock Osweiler not to play football next year? Can you just throw sixteen million down the drain and say, look, we don't want you back, just leave. We'll take the cap hit, just leave. If you ran the team, Calhoun, would you do that? You can't do that. The cap hit'll be too high. I think they owe him like twenty million next year. And you bring in Tony, Tony get you get him twelve. You, you can't you can't take the hit. You can't move him. So okay, so that's the it's, it's to, to, to be honest, it's, it's a possibility you can and you can move because there's a few teams out here now that, that can use Oswald as a starter or a backup. So, I think his stock is down. Nobody's gonna. I don't think nobody's you, you just gotta. You just gotta weigh your options, man. You gotta weigh your options. So let me put this out here. This is a radical thought coming from my end. When you under the shitstorm like they are with Oswald, and one of y'all said trade. I forgot who said it. Not a, do you stop look at other people around the team and not Oswald and say if we can trade this guy and get Tony Romo, then fuck it, let's and see if they salaries work. Fuck it. Do you put a feel out there for JJ Watt or Javian Clowney for Tony Romo, knowing that the quarterback is a bigger need than defensive end for you to get to the next step? No, at all. Not at, not at all. Those 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 two are your focal pieces to get your defense. But JJ Watt was hurt this whole playoff run, so they can win. They can win. They, hold on, let me say this: Double R, you can get your thoughts. They can win the AFC South without JJ Watt. Yeah, we all agree on that, right? They can, but also they need them too. I think. I think you put you put together a collective of players that in a few in a few draft picks that is a run with. Okay, I mean you just seen them do it. I do Brian. Listen, but I, I, I damn sure wouldn't do J.J. Watt or, or J.J. Watt. I wouldn't do that. You're talking about a top five player in the league when he's healthy. I'm not. You can't You can't move him. Agreed, you know? but I guess this goes to my bigger question. Double R, who would be more valuable for the Texans right now, J.J. Watt or Tony Romo? Of course, J.J. Watt, he came to pick Tony Romo because he stay hurt. Tony Romo. Tony Romo might be one hit away from career in the season. I mean, career in the career. All right. Okay, so let me flip and ask y'all this question. I guess let me flip and ask you a more sustainable question. I think we all know Romo is the one who gets hurt. That's what really brings his value down. If you're Houston, do you trade J.J. Watt for any quarterback that you can get for him? Any decent quarterback that you can get for him? No, I, 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 think, I think, I honestly think they, they will fall in their hand. You got to think about it. Even going back to the Tony Romo situation, Dallas probably is not going to pay the full Tony Romo contract at the end of the season. So they got they got people they 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 going to try and sign. We already know the, the rookies have, have have taken over the offense, so you're going to pay Tony Romo this amount of money to build back up, or you're going to shop him around, whatever you can get to take your salary cut. All right, we were talking to Tony Romo, but we got one of our favorite guests joining us also. Lynn himself, what's up, Elf? Hey, what's up, my guy? Chilling. Man, we in the motherfucking building, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, so we were, talking, we were talking about Tony Romo, and I had a couple of questions. Like, one, we were talking about Houston losing to New England. New England's one of your teams. So before we get to Tony Romo, 
quickly tell us New England. Tell us New England why what you saw in the game on Saturday night. Man, I just, you know, Belichick, man. Belichick with a, with a defensive game plan. I said Brady didn't have to do too much, but they, they thought he ran the ball a little bit, you know, like they normally do. All right, so we were talking about so we were talking about Houston. We were saying, like, if Houston had any type of quarterback, they win that game. And so I threw out. Defense, defense held. Houston defense held. Yeah, so I threw out. Yeah, so we throw out Tony Romo. That's kind of the obvious name. And I was saying, if you're Houston, would you trade J.J. Watt or Jadavion Clowney for Tony Romo to be your quarterback? So what's your thoughts on that? Man, man, when you man, you giving up everything for that. Well, either or, either or, one or the other. If they said, "Look, we want one of those rushes," and you can have Romo right now, would you do it? Nah, that's nah. temporary. I tell you, the guys slide in now. Go ahead. I tell you what, it yeah. for a, a, a nicer addition that to go for pennies right now. If it works, it might be a success. And they're signing that bum RG three. If he's nah. out, nah. Anything better than Brock Osweiler right now? That's so that goes to my that goes to my bigger point. Double R. The Houston Texans can go to the playoffs without JJ. Why we all said that for Leonard Joiners. How valuable is a quarterback if you're a Houston Texans fan? It's valuable. The only person I'm going to trade for out there now is probably Drew Brees. That's the only quarterback I would trade for. He's the only one I think that you get chance to win it all. That, that's an interesting point because Major, they were saying in New Orleans, your team, they were saying because of his salary, Drew Brees would be on the trading block. So now if you knew New Orleans and you say give me J.J. Watt or Jadavion Klein for Drew Brees, if you're Houston, what you say then? You, you make the trade for right now. Also, you got to think about longevity too, though. Like, like if you're trying to win right now. Now, that, now, that's, a, now that's a trade. Now that's a real trade. You know what I'm saying? A, 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 a Clowny or White with Drew Brees, you trying to get it right now. You're trying to get it right you know what now. I'm saying? Well, the same defense, they, they can start off with and build around, you know what I'm saying, them boy. Yeah. You see, both, both of those, none of that will go. For the simple fact, you definitely can't handle Drew Brees' salary cap and Brock Oswald. You'll break the cap. You can't do it. Yeah, you can, but at the same time, if that trade proposed, you got to think about you you're in the GM shoe, and that trade proposed to come to you first and sit in your lap. Yeah. Now, all, you, you, you have to take. In, in all honesty, it, I would take the I would take the hit for for Brock Osweiler, whatever his name is. You destroy your team. You can't. You this is the money will work. You know the kind of GM just take the hit from. The only GM that can pull that off is Kevin Carson in that goddamn movie he just did the draft. That's <laughs> all, right. all right, so Calhoun, you saying we don't have no money. There's not no money for those two. All right, so let's wrap up with Houston and New England because we're an Atlanta-based show. Let's spend a quick second on Pittsburgh and Kansas City, what y'all saw in that game, and we can go from there. I'll start with Double R, you of Pittsburgh's secret fan. What you saw in that game? I saw Mr. Mabian Bell, Mr. Sweetfeet. What, what, what the guy averaging, 170 yards a game in the playoffs? Yeah. I see the only thing I didn't like about Pittsburgh, they couldn't score a touchdown. They they got it down in field goal range, and they couldn't convert on third down. Rather than that, I think Big Ben, Brown, and uh, Bill, 
They got a shot. They got a shot for New England. Calhoun, what you saw? I said I saw a problem. So one of the reasons why the piggyback off of what RTR said, they couldn't move because Kansas City defense is almost the start as Houston. So that's why I was like that. Avion Bell is monster in this thing, man. It's nothing that he can't do. I mean, he does it all. He's a, he's he's something to watch. He you he's prime time television. Le'Veon Bell, man, they're gonna be a problem. I, I got him over. I think they're gonna beat the New England. I know that may be premature, but all right, Major, what you saw? Man, I I, I seen the game where I was telling Cat last night they got the one three combo. You know, how Cat said one two combo. They got the one three. He was like, man, what you mean by that? I said, you got to start with Big Ben. Big Ben going to stay in play as long as he can. You got, ultimately, arguably, one of the best receivers in the league, along with the best back. How can you stop that, man? They all clicking on the same page. You can't stop that. And then the O-line is, is opening up holes for a patient run. So, man, you, you know, and they, they defense, you got the oldest guy, probably the oldest guy in the league, still making plays. Who Harrison? For their defense. Harrison, 38. He got sacked last night. He got a sack. 38, man. Say the best player on their defense. He lead, he lead the team in sacks at 38. Ebo. That's crazy. Yeah. And, and, and on the flip side, Houston and Kansas City is a mere image of each other. Defense is a great offense can't score points. Let's talk about the last game beside the Falcons, the Cowboys and the Packers. Calhoun, what did you see in that game? That was the best game this weekend. Best playoff game. That was boy, that thing was awesome. And them two boys, them rookies that they ready. They they came to play, they legendary status down there. They can hold and they keep on the course they going, they're gonna be a real big problem. And that goddamn man Roger slippery as a son of a bitch. We all talk man around, but that motherfucker do it by himself. That last play, man, that just, that, man, that a well-oiled machine. You seen two great teams, two fighters winning the ring, and they slugged it out. And Green Bay came away with it, but even the kick at the end was thrilling because it kept knuckling in and out of the field goal. I mean, that was an awesome game all the way around. They played good ball, both of them. Major, what you saw? Hey, man, I, I was talking to Calhoun about it last night. I, I seen Dallas head coach make a mistake down the stretch, man. You don't spike the ball when you got a timeout. You use your timeout, man. You spiking the ball, limit you to three plays. So the three plays that they did have and couldn't convert, it hurt them. You got to think about they They use their timeout. They got another, they got another play to possibility to get the first down. You know what I mean? Ultimately, overall, best game, man. He's just going against one of the greats. Ricky going against the great. And Rogers going to do what he got to do to get his team over the hump. And it shows the last two weeks. And Ricky held his own, though. Both of them. Yeah. Yeah. Linus, what you saw? Man, I mean, I said it was a good, a great game. Like, playoff, playoff, just been good. You know what I'm saying? It just... Came down to it with it did. Aaron Rodgers versus the Cowboys. 
Aaron Rodgers, you know what I'm saying? He, he, he the gunsman. He don't, he don't want Brett Favre do it. You know what I'm saying? He don't came out there and did what he had to do. Left with the smoke, with the gun smoke. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He, he did what he did, man. The Cowboys, they'll be all right. They, they got a young nucleus, you know what I'm saying? So that they good for the NFL. You know what I'm saying? But shit, Aaron Rodgers, like I say, man, shit. Hey, Rodgers, man. Double R, what you saw? Man, that was a great game. Like you say, heavyweight fight. But I want to say, I saw the funniest meme on the internet. They said, Mr. Rogers wanted in Dallas for a murder. <laughs> I thought that was funny, man. From a last ball. They said he murdered 53 cowboys. Yeah, he murdered 52 cowboys, yeah. I, I say, well, they say, say he molested. Say he molested ballers in, in Dallas. That was Eddie Long meeting, you seen. <laughs> nah, nah, it was not. It was Eddie Draw it up. Yeah, they had. I seen the same meme, Double R and Linux. I seen. Then they had another one, like, there's an active shooter in Dallas right now. Stay away from Cowboys Stadium. They like he's sniping people as they come in or whatever. So it was it was a picture of Aaron Rodgers. Did y'all did y'all see the one with Aaron Rodgers holding Jerry Jones? Yeah, man. Oh, like he was a baby. Yeah, yeah, I seen that one too. <laughs> All right, so let's go on to wrap up. Let's go on to get to the next section. So as of right now, there are three teams left that the Falcons. I have to go through two of them to win the Super Bowl. Before we pick the games, we're going to do – I want everybody to tell me the team they most afraid of for the Falcons to play. And then we'll get to the Lewinsky and you so can pick the games and go. I'll start it off. The team, the team I think the most scariest for them is the team they're going to face this week. And my reason why, Aaron Rodgers is playing lights out ball. You have a running back. You have a receiver playing running back. So he getting this done without a, without a legit running back. Not only the guys play running back, when you go to your empty spreads, you go to your empty six with spreads, you got a receiver on the linebacker now. So that, that, that's that's why I picked Green Bay. Everybody else, they can easily I think they can easily beat because of their offensive game plan. Okay. All right. Lenny Self, who your, who the team the Fabulous should both be most afraid of? Man, I think it's uh I'm a car, I think it's uh Think it kind of dead either, man. Like I say, like uh, the Falcon offense, man. I, I I I called. I don't know who it was. I told somebody, you know, I said the Falcon offense was gonna gonna do uh, Seattle. Seattle was gonna be to stop him. You know what I'm saying? Green Bay, I think it's gonna be a shootout this time. You know what I'm saying? A real shootout. Cause uh, like I say, she Aaron Rodgers, he gonna throw it a lot of time. And she the Falcon, the Falcon offense one is the top in the league. So and then. Uh, Man, like I say, New England, you got to worry about Belichick and Brady. Then it's the Steelers, you know, I, you got the bad four team right now, bro. So, I mean, I think they all got to be worried about each other. All right, Double R, who, who the Falcons should be most afraid of in your eyes out of the remaining teams? Mine, probably the game first. Like uh, Major was saying, Green Bay, I don't think Green Bay going to be a tough out, man, with Mr. Gunslinger. Like, the last game came down to whoever had the ball last, and I think it's going to be the same way to this game. Even though the Falcons at home, it's about whoever made the list. All right. Calhoun? Uh, I'm going to major with a, with a side of Pittsburgh. So, I'm, 
Aaron Rodgers just looked like something different, man. He's rough, and uh, he's never out of the game. That's the problem. No disrespect to Tom. That goddamn Aaron Rodgers looked like a monster back there. And and he, he could shoot it out with whoever. But what I like about it is we can too. But I also got to go with the Killer Bees. Pittsburgh got a squad. And then when they click in, and they always click, and the only one who may be up and down sometimes is Ben Roethlisberger, but Le'Veon going to do what he do. Antonio Brown, oh, Antonio Brown against our secondary? And that run game? Jesus Christ. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, don't got to have Pittsburgh might not even get paid E for this week, man. They might be out of here, man. <laughs> they might be out of here, man. And they're folk good, too, man. But get who be styling them, though. The Patriots, man. Belichick, <laughs> man. Belichick. I say, they're going to get to that conference championship or they're going to get to the Super Bowl. But, but you know you know, the, you know the difference in Pittsburgh team this year, Lynn? It's Le'Veon Bell, first playoff. And he healthy. Yeah, but he, he don't he don't got some of them he don't got some of them patience though doing them regular season too before he don't get hurt. All right. Oh, they, they gonna be ready. <laughs> All right, so let's get into the Lewinsky and the U Suck Award. Everybody don't say who they most afraid of as Falcons fans. No, you didn't say who you most afraid of. Darren, like everybody else, I'm most afraid of Green Bay. I think Aaron Rodgers playing on a level now that we haven't seen in football since. Peyton Manning probably. He's playing on a different level. It's basically Aaron Rodgers featuring the Green Bay Packers against whoever right now. <laughs> like Eddie Kane and the five heartbeat. Oh, what David Ruffin said is David Ruffin and those are the temptations. It's Aaron Rodgers and those are the Packers. You know what I'm saying? Like he's playing at a whole nother level right now. So I'm most afraid of the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. So with that being said, let's go on and get to the Lewinsky and the You Suck Award. Since we got all Everybody on. Let's start on the good note, man. Who's everybody Lewinsky? Calhoun, I'm going to start with you. Matt motherfucking Ryan, man. I can't lie. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers went the hell off. You got to hit the Aaron Rodgers, man. That play at the end was breathtakingly beautiful. Aaron. Darren, I go. I give my Lewinsky to the Falcons. Normally, that's a game the Falcons lose. Matt Ryan come unprepared. They he have a multiple turnover day, and the Falcons have everybody hopes up and lose that game. So for me, I give it to the Falcons as a collective. They get my Lewinsky award. Double R. Award the Pittsburgh Skip. Pittsburgh Skip. All right, Major, who you go? Who you give your Lewinsky award to? Hey man, I I, I got to give it to Aaron Rodgers, man. No matter how good or, or, the, or the way everybody else playing. He doing what with a select number of pieces, man. His number one receiver's out. Don't have a, a, a top running back. You know what I mean? He's just finding a way to win. Everybody else, you, you expecting them to win. From the Falcons to the Pittsburghs to the Patriots, you expecting those guys to win. I just think Aaron Rodgers is doing something special here. Well, you all got to take notice and look. Who know that, who know that he can drive his team down? Still on the 35, 40 seconds to win the game. Everybody else thinking overtime. He's thinking win. Lenny Self, who gets your Lewinsky award? For me, it ain't nothing. You know what I'm saying? It's personal. I get to the to Matt Ryan and the Falcon. You know what I'm saying? They had proved me wrong. You know what I'm saying? It was a step. They went out there, took a step. 
You know what I'm saying? So I get to the to the Falcon, man, and they get the quarterback. All right, so now it's time for the You Suck Award. So let's go the other way around. Let yourself who gets your You Suck Award. Oh, the Cowboy. Cowboy. Major. 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 I think I got to go. I got to go opposite. I got to go opposite of them birds. I got to go with with, with Seattle. You know what I mean? With great great of a defense they have and supposed to have Legion of Boom. They they, they, they banged up too. That's true, but hey, man, when you have your opportunity, you got to capitalize on it. You know what I mean? That's I'm going to tell, tell you why, why I say this. Their play calling wasn't the same in the last couple of weeks down the script. Their play calling wasn't the same. You know what I mean? Especially you got Russell Wilson getting loose on the blitzes and, 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 and finding open players. They, their main target, besides Bill uh, Ball, personally have a catch in the game. Calhoun? I'm going with the obvious choice. The worst player that played this weekend, Brock fucking Oswald. He single-handedly cost them both them boys a playoff. Or even to be in the game in the second quarter. Brock Oswald against my used to suck because he literally sucked. Double up. I'm going with it like Calhoun. I'm going with Calhoun. paying all that money. He still sucks. He still don't have a quarterback. So you can get it. Darren, Calhoun, and Double R hit the nail on the head. I don't see how anybody but Brock Osweiler get this award. He was, what, like 14 for 30 for 170 yards, one touchdown, three interceptions? But, hell, they wouldn't be Oakland with them. Hell, they bad at that. If Oakland would have had a quarterback, they wouldn't have got past him. Yeah, but. They're going to be them for about 20 years. That's what I'm saying. So, shit, he would have got the Houston the whole time. So, shit, I mean, you got to look at it like Houston should have. Man, they played the Raiders, depleted Raiders who lost. They caught their MVP. They caught him, man. But, Lenny's on the flip side of that. It's bad. Houston beat nobody with Oakland without a quarterback. With but they were in that game with y'all. Like, it wasn't like y'all came out there and kicked their ass. They were in that game with y'all. And, Ur- and Osweiler, if he's in the other qu- you could have put um what Kirk Cousins in there. And they beat y'all. You put Kirk Cousins at Houston, they beat y'all on that Saturday. <laughs> I don't know if you beat him, but it's a goddamn game. Kirk, Brock Oswald, Tim, Tom threw two interceptions. Yeah. You put Kirk Cousins in that game, they win that game. And I ain't no Kirk Cousins fan like that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Brady didn't do shit, but, it, but the New England defense did, though. You know what I'm saying? Because they were playing Brock Osweiler. Hey, Lynn, and we talked about this before you got on. All honesty, if them four had a, uh, any kind of offense, the game would have been totally different, bro. You got to think about it. The two field goals they missed, I mean, say they made in the first half. He got a turnover in the first half. And on, on their side of the 30, those are points. Yeah. Those are touchdowns. So you're you looking at, they, they went to halftime with 13 points. You're looking at 20, 20, 21 to 24 points scored at halftime. Yeah, that's a big difference. Yeah, so I, I, I like y'all. I agree with y'all. Who everybody who said Brock Osweiler, I agree with y'all. So let's go on and get to the games real quick. The first game, of course, it's only two games this week. The first game is 
We're going to go in reverse order. The 6 for the game is the Steelers at the Patriots. The line is New England by 6. Darren, I'll get it started. Give me New England. They cover the 6. They win by a touchdown. Pittsburgh, they had a big red light last week when they couldn't score against Kansas City. I don't see how people don't see that. So, give me New England. They win by 7. Major? Hey, man, I just think it's it's, it's going to be a tough game, man. I don't think they cover. I think they win. It'll be about three or maybe four. I don't think they cover six. Okay. Double R? I'm taking Pittsburgh. I think the line the line is too high in a way. I want Pittsburgh to go in there and beat uh, Belichick. Oh, boy. Calhoun? I got Pittsburgh. They're not stopping the triple B. I, I like Pittsburgh in this matchup. Lenny Hill? I got New England. I got New England and they cover the spread. They might, they might add on. So me, so Darren and me and Lenny Hill got New England. We got both, we got them covering the six. Major got New England winning, but he said they don't cover. Calhoun and Double R got Pittsburgh winning. Last game, three oh five, Green Bay Packers at the Atlanta Falcons. Linus Falcons by four and a half. This is our fourth championship, NFC championship we've been in. Green Bay has been in countless of these. So, again, Atlanta by four and a half. Double R, who you got and why? I like the Falcons at home, Matt Ryan. I think it's going to be a shootout. And I think it's who made the least mistake. But I think at home, you give the Falcons a get mad at ice. Enough time with second left in the game going to find a way to win it. This Darren, I got the Falcons winning by three. I don't think they cover you. I think it's a high-scoring game. The over and under for this game is 61. I think they're getting into the 70s, maybe even the 80s. But I got the Falcons winning by a field goal. Let yourself who you got. Oh, I'm going with a shootout, man. Uh, Falcons offense versus uh, Aaron Rodgers in the Packers offense. I got the Packers, uh, Packers aging in about three in a close one. You know what I'm saying? A good shootout. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, I go ahead. I go ahead. Go ahead. Think, yeah. The Falcons can win the game as long as they, they, they and, and stay in front of the sticks. It's going to be a high scoring game, man. So it's really going to come down to who made the least amount of turnovers, the least amount of mistakes. Calhoun? Go ahead, Lynn. Keep going. I mean, I, I mean, I, I take the Packers on the record. You know what I'm saying? Aaron Rodgers with the, uh, you know what I'm saying? But the Falcons also kind of hot. They hot. Man. So they, they kind of hard to go again. But shit, Aaron Rodgers, man, he got the spare. Calhoun? I knew that hater was going to get the Packers. He's <laughs> <laughs> Matt motherfucking Ryan, man. They talking all this shit about Aaron Rodgers. When you seen Matt Ryan like this, swag up. We were there. <laughs> Talking, I was talking to uh, Lennox, and I was talking to Mac at the tailgate. What y'all say? Boy, this is how we were with LeBron. I want to see some fire come out of him. And you knew the switch turn. He's too glad, yeah. man. He's too ready for this shit. This is his moment. The last year in the dome. We're going all the way in, man. Give me the bird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I. Right goddamn, man. Aaron Rodgers, no motherfucking boogie, man. You know what the boogie man is? Matt Ryan, Julio fucking Jones, Devontae Freeman. Tevin Coleman, or like we say, Tevin Campbell, can I come talk to you? 
Muhammad Sanu, he's a Muslim, so he know he gonna blow it up. We got Taylor Gabriel, he's only four foot eleven, but he run a four one. We got uh, we got hope. We got Debo on the other side. He's an undersized linebacker who will take it to the house at any time. Vic Beasley finally turned the switch on. And Keanu Neal busting your ass. Man, give me them birds, man. We fly high, man. Rise up. This has been DigitalDaring.com. Thank y'all for listening. Thank everybody for being on. Make sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend.